The name is Brown. Matt Brown. You know what time it is. Let's start the show. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. Go, yeah. I don't want to do your dirty work no more. It's your boy, Maddie B. What's going on? This is the Productive Conversations Podcast, and hallelujah, I hope everybody is amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. What's up? Oh, it's a beautiful day. It's Thursday, January 28th, 2021. I just wanted to take a second to remind you all to like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast on the various podcasting platforms. Literally, the Productive Conversation is on every single major one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Audible, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. We're all there. And I would like to ask if you can like and subscribe to it and feel free to leave a review. It's always much appreciated. And if you want to get exclusive Productive Conversations podcast content, go to the Productive Conversations podcast Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. One word. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm MattBrown300. Follow me on Twitter at MattBrown31. And yeah, again, you can find us on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. Go to the YouTube page at MattBrown. That's where I am with the great content of the Productive Conversations podcast. Oh, yes. It is good to be alive. I'm looking to do one of those mailbag episodes where pretty much listeners and fans or regular people from all over can submit me a question and I'll be candid and tell you like it is and I'll give you an awesome answer that's also truthful. If you want to give me those mailbag questions, just DM me at MattBrown300 on Instagram and at MattBrown31 on Twitter. And yeah, we're starting to develop some fun things. I'm also planning a little game show for the Productive Conversations podcast that I hope I can get within the next couple of months. And I'll give the details, I'll explain what's going on, but pretty much if you're a single person, no matter what your sexual orientation is, no matter what your gender is, let me know and uh, we can start planning it out. So yeah, I'm here to not only entertain my listeners, not only inform them, make them feel good and inspire them and just hopefully show and prove that you could do anything. I also would love to help people find that significant other. Cause I myself am a single man and you know, let me know if anyone is interested to get to know me on a more intimate level, but that's for another day. I'm here to help somebody else find love. But yeah, so as I try to plan this game show out, I know exactly how it's gonna be, how it's gonna unfold. I just have to find the first person who's willing to come on to help, to allow me to help them find love for them. So if you're out there, tired of Tinder, you're tired of Bumble, if you're tired of Grinder, you know, farmersmeet.com, wherever you are, if you're, you know, tired of the dating apps, you know, obviously in the pandemic world, it's harder to go out. And, you know, of course, as we 
promote this game and plan it out. We will, you know, take it seriously to uh, and remind people that there is a pandemic out there. So once we set you guys up, remember to be careful out there. But yeah. If you're interested to help find love and be the first contestant on the Productive Conversations podcast dating game show, hit me up and we'll start planning accordingly on this awesome thing that we call life. Even if it does drive us crazy, there is a good, there are some good things about it. So let this be one of them. Do the right thing. My decision to have this guest on the show today was a really good one because He's a close dear friend of mine and a dude I love dearly, and he's my boy. We've gone through hell and back. We have, there's definitely been times we wanted to rip each other's hair out, but most of the time, and, you know, pretty much all the time, I just I just got a lot of love for the guy. Seriously. Brandon Freebird's on the Productive Conversations podcast. He had a lot of things to say. He was candid. He was badass. And he brought the funk, he brought the energy, he brought the light. And yeah, let's just hop right into it. Brandon Freebird, it's your turn. Let's go. This man is my homie for life. It's simple as that. He mean he needs no introduction and he means a lot to me. One of the coolest people I know, Brandon Freebird. Welcome to the Productive Conversations Podcast, bro. Hey, thank you for having me, Matty B. Hey, yo, what's going on? That's a lot to live up to. Hey, every word's true. Well, <laughs> man, cheers of that. Oh. Cheers. What you drinking tonight? Drinking some old hickory, old great American whiskey. I've honestly never had it. Um, my buddy was over this weekend and he left it. <laughs> Look at so, that. That's what's pretty up. good though. I, I suggest it. Blue Point Toasted Lager. Yo, want to get in? Favorite beer ever. Why don't we get into start it off? Freebird. What's your favorite alcohol beverage? Beverage, right off the bat. I'm a beer guy. And my favorite beer is a wrench. It's the pink wrench. I have it in my cabinet. Um, that's my favorite beer, hands down. But that's obviously not a go-to because you don't find it in every store. So if I'm going to like a bar or just hanging out, like a good go-to beer would be like a fat tire, like an everyday beer. A fat tire. That's what it's yeah. literally called, the fat tire? Yeah, it's a Belgian beer. Oh, okay. Those I are love- real good. Usually I get those at bars. You'll have them on draft every once in a while if you're lucky. I love the two roads. The blue point is my very favorite. Um, but I also have blue moon. Everything blue. Blue moons are amazing. Oh, amazing. Are, are my so I know Freebird because we were in the same fraternity together. Very close friends. Very close group of friends. And um, yeah, like we met in the fraternity. My special thing with blue moons is um, the infamous, uh, you know big little nights you have a drink of choice and you know you're just a and <laughs> that drink for me would be blue moon so special i didn't realize you know i really didn't start drinking until college no and i just thought okay. it yeah me actually favorite. same with me 
I didn't drink much until college either. I just thought of the. F- I just always liked the look of the blue moon, and well, I just uh, went in and drank it. It was a good time. So that was our drinking choice for Big Little. Was the blue moon? Well, do you remember yours? Uh, well, first, do you ever put like an orange in the blue moon? Eat every time. Every you time. Got to do that. Got to do that. Um, otherwise, there's no point to it. Uh, what was your question again? Do you remember? Do you remember the? Uh, the big little, because we all had a drink, you know, whatever happened to that drink oh, happens, yeah. you know, whatever happens, happens, you know, but, um, or happened at the time, everyone, uh, you know, uh, everyone well, drank for, responsibly, of course, but of we course. all had to pick a um, drink. So mine was Blue Moon. I guess I just had a few shots of Honey Jack, not nothing serious. Honey Jack. The big little night, just Honey Jack, yeah. It was good. It was good. But I didn't have a choice. You had the choice? You had a choice? I, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember the rules. I don't think I had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's tell me, that. though, what's your least favorite alcohol from there's whether it's a vodka or you got an answer already? Yeah, uh, Jose Cuervo, hands down. Jose hands Cuervo. I don't, I don't drink tequila, and Jose Cuervo is like a no-no. Like every, I say that all the time, but on occasion, they'll get me to take a shot of it, but tequila is a no-no for me. Absolutely no. <laughs> I love tequila, bro. I love it. Love no, it. So no, no, no. on my birthday, my buddy gave me this bottle. Let me show you real quick. Is that the 1700? Oh, you can't hear me. Damn. Actually, it's not even Cuervo. It's a Patro- bottle of Patron with this what is fancy it? cork. Oh, uh, Patron. Yeah. I'm, I thought you were going to pull out the 1700. <laughs> that, you I mean thought that the was your Classic. Is it 1800? Yeah, I'm sorry, 1800. Yeah. Yeah, man. We remember the 1800th for my 21st birthday. <laughs> That's the only time. I mean, the only time I ever drink that is when you bring it around. Yo, <laughs> so I don't know short. anyone else that brings it around. Yo, in a in a younger time where we were responsible, of course, we drank that whole bottle, a few of us, for my 21st birthday. Man. Yeah, that was a good night in New York City. Yeah, I still have that. Actually, I think I have that bottle if you want me to pull it out real quick. Do you have that bottle? I have a few bottles. Actually, I saved a few bottles, I think. I think I got rid of them recently. What? Yo, you Uh, mind if I... I'm just trying to clear the space. Just one second. Go for it. If anyone was curious, this is my favorite beer. This is Orange, the pink one by... Holy crap. It's a Northeast IPA by Industrial Arts. What? Bro, I've... <laughs> this is my favorite beer. I figured if you were showing yours, I'm going to show mine. Favorite beer, though. Like I said, cheers with that. I can't cheers. Freebird. It's empty, but. Freebird. I forgot the bottle still. Look how fat this is. Oh, God. There's still a little tequila in this. Hold Finish on. It. See what it tastes like. <laughs> to, are you really going to do it? I'm not going to do it. Do it. I, wanna, it just I just want to smell if it's... Back. I just want to smell it if it's... <laughs> Oh, it's been so long. You can't. Oh, open it. <laughs> it, Dude, it's thanks. still there, bro. Oh, jeez. No, I, I signed twenty uh, first birthday, bro. I, look how big this is. As big as my head. I have a big yeah, head. Yeah, and that is surprising, man. Jesus. Not and there's still there. Oh, dude, I have to keep. I have to. You can still drink it, right? I mean, alcohol doesn't go bad. 
I'm not going to do it now. But. I don't know anything about that. I know beer goes bad. I've had bad experiences with that. You've had Between bad like beer. Warm and cold, you know, you take it out. I don't think to, I don't think um, liquor Skunk goes beer, bad. But I'm not going to try that now, no. But, um, wow, we killed this whole thing. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just night. amazed. Do you remember any of it? Yeah, I, it, was, it was definitely a pleasure. It was a good time for sure. It was. What have you been up to, though? It's been great, though? though. But, you know, I've just been grinding this podcast, looking for a new job. Talk well, about how many podcasts you at right now? So the time of this recording, I've done 37. I'll have number... Actually, 37? Yeah, I'll have 38 tomorrow, 39 on Monday. And you're actually number 40, Freebie. You're the 40th podcast, actually. I like being an even number. I like it. Thank you. 42, so... Uh, Big, big shouts to that. Yeah, and man, I didn't really know you did it. so many. Jesus. Yeah, I'm grinding wow. it out. You know, it's, it's really my job until I get my job again. That's awesome. Started to um, just keep growing. This and it took more. you 40, took you 39 other people first before it was my turn. No, remember we did it. You were, were the first 10 and then we, then we had technical difficulties. You were the, actually you were, you would have been number five. And uh, then we had technical difficulties, but now um, I get it. Fix that. So there's always a reason. I get it. I mean, like you had five. Like I said, this was mattered. So, but now we're here and uh, keeping it often and definitely cheers, dude. Um, so what do you think about having today, man? We got to talk about it. Oh yes, the inauguration. Actually, wait a minute. I got something funny to say before I forget. You know Joe Exotic, right? Yes, Joe Exotic. What about Joe Exotic? So Joe Exotic, from my understanding, don't quote me on the whole story, but from my understanding, he expected a pardon from Trump. Right. And he didn't. Um, And I I think they expected it so much as to like last night, his lawyers and his people had like a limo outside where he was locked up Mm -hmm. waiting for him to get out. Um, Because they expected Trump to pardon him. Trump never did. (laughs) Oh, so Kodak Black just imagine did. that. Like, I know, but like, imagine sitting there in your in your cell, thinking that like any minute you might get a pardon from the president. You're gonna leave. You're gonna go to a limo, whatever. Like, you know everything that's going on. Yeah, you're expecting this. Like, if it gets that serious to the point where your lawyers have, where people have, you know, like a limo outside for you, you feel like it's probably gonna happen. And for it not to happen, and and you go back to just sitting in a cell. It's gotta be yeah, it's, it's, it's that, sad. that hurts. That would hurt. Feel bad. That is that. fuck. Sad as fuck. But yo, yeah. Today, as we're recording this, Joseph R. Biden got ignored. Got uh, Joseph R. Biden got sworn in as the president of the United States. He officially is our president. You are the first ever podcast I'm recording in the Joe Biden years. How does it feel, first off, to see Joe Biden as president? Um. I feel the same, but um, I'm always gonna I'm gonna always root and hope for the best for whoever's president, whether I support him or not. Right. Um, so I hope for his success. I hope for the best for him. I hope for the best of this country. You know, I do believe there's like a huge divide right now, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the guy to do it. I don't want to say whether I feel like he's the guy or not to do it, but I hope that he does the best he can. And that's all I hope for. What about you? I'm excited. I think um, it's it was time for a change. I think I like who's in. I really like uh, Kamala Harris as VP. I, I I like the diverse cabinet he has, and um, 
I'm excited for the new Congress that has taken place too. You know, you mentioned the divide. I know it's a very delicate world, but Freebird, do you think that at some point we might be able to, I know it's not going to happen tomorrow. I know it's not going to happen next year. I know it might not happen for a few years, but do you think that eventually maybe the divide can either, maybe it, we're, we uh, separate more, but maybe we also, you know, maybe we come to some compromises and have things get better. Do you think that's possible? I'm staying optimistic. That's like my big goal. Stay optimistic mm-hmm. and go to the gym for 2021. Just, just try to be happy. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, I, like, I hope for the best. Um, yeah. I like I, his inaugural speech, you know, like just hearing it. You know, they always are going to make sure it sounds good, sounds right. It's what the people want to hear. So you can't look too much into what he says. You know, he has to sound right on his first day. Um, but I think he said some good things that, I really don't know. Like between, honestly, I didn't vote. I wasn't a fan of Trump or Biden. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did not vote. So like I said, all I hope for is the best. Um, That's really all I can say. I I just, I hope that one of our bigger problems is the Republican and Democrats, they don't get along, you know, and they make it hard for the other party to get something done. So, one man it doesn't matter who it can be you know one man can't come in and change everyone and make them work together if our if if our if our government doesn't start working together we're never going to get anything done right oh um to me that's what's most important i just hope for the success of the government as a whole um they're not going to make everyone happy you can't expect them to but you just hope we end the four years better than we started off so Right. You know, whoever, whomever that person is, whether man or woman, who will can lead us to the promised land, I, I'm with you, staying optimistic, hoping for better times. And, you know, someone's got to look on the bright side, right? Trying to do my best, man. I hear that. Yo, another thing you mentioned, fitness. You've been Uh-oh. evolving into... A fitness guy, you know, I'll, n- knowing you as long as I've known you, uh, you've been, uh, you know, is it fair to say, you know, fair to say, you know, you've been on and off with the gym, but now you're really feeling it now. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I did sports growing up, but then yeah, in college and afterwards, I never really got into the gym. I would do it here and there. I did it for a year and a half mm-hmm. right out of college. I've always been skinny though. I've never really gain the weight that I've always wanted. I've gotten defined at times, but that's easy for me because I'm skinny. Uh-huh. Um, but this time for the first time ever, um, I've been really going to the gym and like eating a lot, eating healthy, putting in my body what I really should be, enjoying some luxuries here and there. You know, it can't be perfect, but me being skinny, trying to gain weight, you know, I don't, I don't really worry about that. I'm just trying to eat. Um, and it's been working out well. I have a, well, started because I'm a neighbor. He's like a, 41 year old vet mm-hmm. and uh i don't know if he's gonna see this but i think he's like a kind of a lonely guy he doesn't have any people in the neighborhood in the, in, in the area Boo-boos. if you guys can hear that it's my cat she's begging for food i'm sorry mm-hmm. um anyway it's yeah up. my neighbor i think he um i don't think he has many people in the area he's from upstate new york he doesn't know many people and i think he's kind of taking me under his wing in a way which is weird that's still sweet. Um, he, it's cool. He's, he's kind of an insane dude. I guess he's a purple hearted vet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's told me some things. I don't want 
say everything, but uh, he up there, you know, he's kind of, you could tell off the bat, he's out there, but he, he wants the best for me for some reason. And he, he does not let me like skip a gym day. Mm-hmm. we need to he makes sure every time i come back i'm eating like he's two floors down he's on my ass every morning like eat breakfast eat this and that like no not eat breakfast but you know like what's for dinner come down and have a protein shake this and that like always just trying to keep me going and i think i'm helping him do the same he pushes me more than i push him i think but i think he needs this too because he's kind of a little he's slightly overweight not too much but i think he wants to see a change himself i think he's using me as like a gym buddy or like a motivation for himself, you know, that's really sweet. Like if he gets me going and I respond, you know, he expects that, you know, he'll do the same. So I think we're feeding off each other's energy. It's been good. That's awesome. Uh, We'll see how it goes. It's been, it's been a little bit now, not too long, but it's been a little bit, but, um, (laughs) my cat, she doesn't ask for food. She demands it. I feed her four or five times a day, so hey, she's whenever working she out wants too. it. She <laughs> no, she works out the stomach, man. This cat, so she has a thyroid issue, and um, the doctor said like feed her. I was like, all right, cool. So I put on this medicine. Um, we found the right dosage, and then I overfeed. I just feed her whenever she wants, almost, which is getting bad because now she expects that when she yells at me, she gets fed. <laughs> so I feed her four or five times a day. If I'm up late, she'll get another one, but. So she, she actually has gained a lot of weight so much that the doctor's like, man, she's doing amazing. And she's 18 years old, 17, 18 years old. So that's beautiful. That's yeah, man, she's, vet. yeah, she's deaf, um, but still will run around for treats. If she sees a tree, she will go full speed for it. So hey. other than that, just she's deaf. Um, well, she's still an awesome cat. But, you know, back to the fitness. I think it's cool you have uh, someone to motivate you, be on your side, and keep yourself accountable. So, like, can you walk me through, like, what your typical routine has been? Are you someone who does, like, back and biceps on Monday, chest and triceps on Tuesday, do the legs on Wednesday? <laughs> like, something like that? Um, yeah, pretty much. So, he's a Marine. So, it honestly starts off with just, like, trying to show up on time. <laughs> that's easiest thing just don't piss them off kind of um wait can you repeat that one more just, time what'd you say just kind of show up on time that's the best okay. way to like have the easiest time to get through it um he like he likes to like push me he likes to get on my face kind of yell at me but our routine is honestly yeah you're supposed to skip some days here and there um but he has this mentality where we have to go every day where there's something different if something happens where you know i work a lot um or he's got his own things we miss a day we don't mind. So it usually comes out to five days a week, but sometimes we'll do more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just don't feel bad if we miss a day, but um, pretty yeah, much yeah, it's, consistent. It's, it's legs one day, chest one day, back and buys one day, chest and tries up the other day. You now typical standard stuff. Um, I like the way he works out. I, I kind of have my own way that I, that I know before that I like more actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the way he does, he's kind of in my face. He gets me going. He gets me doing a lot more than I, I normally would push myself. Right. And so I feel a lot more afterwards. And he's also very keen and set on food and eating healthy. And he knows I need to gain weight. So he, like, cooks me up. Like, oh, we cook together, like, chicken and steak every day. Well, not every day, but cook together. But, you know, we make sure we eat a good meal every day. And he's the type that doesn't – he doesn't accept, oh, I'm full. He's like, nah, don't be a little, you know – eat and like shows in my face so 
I've been gaining weight. I've been seeing it, but you know, small increments. Well, it's good. You know, it's think about it. It's just about later January. You know, if you keep putting this work in, imagine what you'll look like in June. And, yeah. and hopefully the end of the pandemic or, or, you know, as close to the end of the pandemic, at least we could go to North, have a summer. And then, you know, absolutely your beach, your beach body free, but we got to go to Atlantic city and hit the beaches. Well, I mean, I'm starting to look fit. I got to gain some weight, but uh, I'm looking good. But we, uh, with food, that's like his big thing. And so we actually, we don't cook together what we do, what we're starting to do. You know, it's still new. So we're trying to work it out, but like one day I cook a big meal and he, then the next day he cooks a big meal. So today actually, I cooked a beef a pot a beef stew in a pot roast, you know, crock pot. Mm-hmm. Not crock pot, you know, slow cooker or whatever. Right. Cooked a beef stew. Um it's almost done. In the next hour, probably while the time we're done with this, I'm gonna go feast on that. But oh, so wow. it's like we're trying to we're trying to upstep each other, like get because we're trying to get ex- each other excited about food, you know. Like one day he cooks something, he's gonna try to outdo me. He's got he, to, to him everything's like a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so which I don't mind terribly. Um, so, like, a lot of times I'll cook, like, chicken or steak, and I'll cook, like, the potatoes or vice versa or whatever. And, like, last night he didn't like my potatoes. So, today mm-hmm. he was like, you better cook some fucking fire beef stew. Sorry for my language. You better cook some fire beef you stew. Can swear, like, you can swear on this. It. You can swear on okay. this. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's this thing. He's like, you better cook some fire beef stew. Your potatoes were trash. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, I think, he, I think he's kind of – he doesn't – I don't think he has the biggest palate of food. Um, I think he likes the basics. Like, I think he likes mashed potatoes, chicken, and steak. And I cooked him like baked potatoes, and like I cooked him like not the normal, just like chicken fingers and stuff. Like, so chicken fingers. Yeah. When I when I, I, I I thought they were like great potatoes last night, you know. And but he he didn't like them, so he got on me. So I was like you know what tomorrow i'm cooking a beef stew you're gonna like it and i'm gonna shut you up you know like don't come at me i'm a cook because i know how to cook i'm good at cooking i'm very good at cooking so i take it personally when someone yells at me for something yeah you're going i don't typically cook potatoes i don't usually cook potatoes like that and usually especially not mashed potatoes but for him i said he didn't like them and i thought they were pretty good i was like a little butthurt you know but keep my straight face (laughs) i've had your food before freebird i think you're an excellent cook I mean, I'm actually nice to story. him. Oh, yeah. I'm actually nice to him because he, he got this air fryer, which is super cool. And he throws like a steak in the air fryer and it pisses me off. I don't say nothing because he's cooking it for me. So you're frying at the end steak. of the day, I'm like, dude, you're doing this wrong. What are you doing? <laughs> so <laughs> um, for him, he's vocal. He'll call me out if, his, if my food sucks. But I'm a little nicer to him. I'm like, dude, like the steak was good. I ate it, but like. I don't want to be like, dude, you just ruined it. Don't even ever cook a steak. <laughs> you like, don't to air fry a steak, man. This is me off. <laughs> Yo, I mean, people are cruel. I remember I used to be a horrible cook. Now I, now I, I'm very confident with it and I think, think it's good. Uh, I remember I made pancakes when I was living in Park River my sophomore year, but they were, I put way too much batter and instead of like flat pancakes, they were really fluffy. Like they oh, were that's about, the best way to do it though. I thought Lucky so. These are the best pancakes. But when I was living with Gabe Mills, he would roast me. And then, um, <laughs> but it turns out like Japanese pancakes are like that. And it was like a few weeks ago, and I said to him, I was like, yo, bro, look, I was just making 
Japanese pancakes this whole time. I wasn't messing it up. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, no, I I actually haven't made them in a while, but in college I made them a lot. And after college I made a lot of pancakes. By the way, pancakes are better than waffles. Um, Anyway, I like the fluffy ones. So I usually will make you, I put, I think, what is it? I haven't made it in a while. So I put less water in it or milk or whatever the ingredients is to make them thicker. And then throw them on the pan, and that's how you get the fluffiness. So, probably if you want to fix, you should have just added a little bit more water. Yeah, that was my uh, fault, but I fucked with it. What was the worst? Where's the worst pancakes you've ever had, or where have you had the worst pancakes? Uh, I don't really like IHOP's pancakes. You don't like IHOP pancakes? Uh, no, I've never had. Well, no, no, that's a lie. I like IHOP's pancakes, but one time I went there and I asked for the chocolate chips and the pancakes. Which is a funny story in itself, but I, I, I stuttered. I was like, well, the chocolate, chocolate, chocolate chip, and people were laughing at me. But they gave me so much chocolate chips in my pancakes. It like, they gave me a, there was supposed to be like a stack of pancakes, and it was just like, it's like a volcano falling apart. I was like, cool. And then I felt like I was just eating like melted chocolate chips, you know? Um, <laughs> it was just like a black colored pancake, like a chocolate yeah. color. Bro, yeah. I love Pie Hops burgers and appetizers. <laughs> Wait, can I say something embarrassing? So you can cut this out. What's up? Remember when we were in the city and I fell asleep on an IHOP cheeseburger? Yeah, it was hilarious. After going out all night, we finally make it to some food. I'm so tired. I fall asleep on the burger, didn't eat it. Then I guess someone talked shit and me being like tired, I was like, fine or like little, little <laughs> i was like fine i'm paying for everybody and i paid for everybody woke up the next morning it's like fuck like a 150 dollar bill yeah we went yeah a 150 dollar bill at ihop it <laughs> was, like, was just like in the east village we the, i know on 14th street that ihop i would get food from there all the time and um yeah you were yeah, just being that was the last time i was at ihop that was long ago i wonder if that i have still there i thought i appreciate it i was the only one who actually cashed out remember the morning of you said hey can you guys yeah in the morning i was like i fucked up somebody wanted to give me some money you were the only one i think that gave me like some money yeah what the fuck well i wasn't mad about it i was sitting there i was like i did it to myself (laughs) (laughs) so is that the key if we need a if we need a meal just get free bird drunk and then challenge him you won't pay for it Bro, keep pushing it now. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was one time, bro. I don't know. I've I've definitely messed uh, up an order. Um, I remember one messed time. up an order is different from paying for the whole order on the table. <laughs> Do you want to know something? When we were chilling and when we were chilling in Queens at one time, seeing uh, Benji and stuff, yeah. I remember. Oh, with the pool tables and all the yeah. cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool ass bar. Go back. Yo, go for back. real. Yeah, I remember that. I really hope it's open. We could chill at my cousin's crib. She lives at a story. She said we could come whenever you want if we need to sleep over too. I said, uh, tell me this now. Let's do it. I just found she just moved there during the pandemic, so I have to be. Oh, happy. during the pandemic. Yeah, she moved there in the pandemic, so um. Interesting time. She'd be she'd be very generous. But anyways, I. Uh, Oh, where's I going with this? Oh yeah, I I remember we drank a good amount that day. It's like I had to drive home. I should have taken the train there, but <laughs> I remember I asked for, I just asked for a beer. So I was like, all right, I'll have one more beer, then you know I'll wait it out for a couple of hours, then I'll go. 
you know, of course, no drinking and driving, being responsible. So I was asking for my last drink. I wanted the blue point, but then I accidentally said the fresh point, which was, no, it was like this insane cocktail in a uh, Moscow mule glass that was like, Uh if you drink this, it's over for you, bro. (laughs) Was it good at least? I I sipped on it quick. I was like, wow, it's too much alcohol. I got to stop. I I won't be... (laughs) going home and i gave it to some random person and then uh you know i don't know i think i saw the picture that you remember when you go like because that was the second floor you know yeah so when you open the door you go up the stairs but if you're coming down the stairs to leave there's a mirror on the wall i think me you and some people um we're all in that picture i think i still have that page i'll send it to you later i think squad squad pay squad pay Bro, man, Freebird, I miss going out so bad, bro, especially with our squad. Yeah, it's been a while. Dude, I mean, are you, are you someone who's ready for the – if we could just do our part, socially distance, get more people vaccinated, have more um, pharmaceutical companies create vaccines. We have the Moderna. We have the Pfizer. I think Johnson and Johnson is close to having their own. So that's three now. Yeah. Is that like, are you ready to just live it up again? Absolutely. I mean, especially this summer. I'm ready to go out and do things and have fun. But um, for like going out to bars and clubs and things like that, that type of lifestyle, no. I'm done with that lifestyle. I'm tired of it. I have like two beers a night and I wake up tired for like a day and a half. No, <laughs> um, no I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to just get out and just feel normal again, but I think it's right. going to be a while. Um, I just want to, I mean, it'd be nice to be able to go like, I don't know about anywhere else, but the Chipotle here, you know, you can't even order in. You have to place your order online right. before you walk in the store. That hurts. Like something simple like that. It's like, I want to go get Chipotle. Like it, you don't think much about it that you're, you know, you're not waiting in the line, which usually stinks, this and that. But that's like a big part of your life where like you might talk to someone or something happens or just like the normal things that normally would happen. Like going to Chipotle and picking up food, you can't do anymore. You have to call in order early and then literally walk and grab your bag and leave. Oh, that stuff like that. And like going out to eat, being served. I got served for the first time like two weeks ago, I think, since the pandemic started. How did it feel to get served again? Um, it felt great. Honestly, actually, at first, it didn't even, like, occur to me that it was, like, it kind of just fell back into, like, the same motion of whatever. Um, but I do remember sitting at the table at one point, but, like... It's been a long oh, time. Hey, like, hey, like, you could say to hey, the can server... Can I get a napkin or something? Like, yeah, I just need something, like... I appreciate you, server. Thank you so much for enhancing this experience, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But... You know, with the pandemic going on, if you are going to go out and you do find a place lucky enough to eat out, definitely make sure you tip them. You yeah. know, tip these servers are living tip. off the, those tips. So I'm not the type of say you can't go out to eat if you can't tip, but because, you know. Yeah, be generous. That's do hard right in thing. itself. But if you can tip, you know, servers need it. You know, restaurants, small businesses need it. So um I try to uh, actually. I try to go around and find like little coffee shops here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a coffee shop near the path that's really cool. So I go to, like little places like that and get a coffee if I can one day. Like so, because sometimes working from home, you know, all the time and always being in the house. Um, when you wake up, you work 
you know, uh-huh. like sometimes you don't leave your place until five o'clock. So sometimes during my lunch or in the morning or something, I'll try to find a reason to go out. Yeah. Even if it's just to spend a few bucks, go and get a coffee. So like I'll look up like a different coffee shop or get that fresh air. something nearby, like just go to Wawa and get a coffee for 99 cents or, or like a sandwich or something, you know, just something every morning to get me going out. Um, Cause that, that's a struggle these days, honestly, with the pandemic going on. Um, you can't always go out. Can't always do things. I remember I tried to go to the park nearby to take the dog to, and they were yelling at us saying the park is closed because of the pandemic. Mm. Come yeah. on, like I can't. Wait. So, I, I, you're right. I just. Uh, I'm sorry. Were you, were you about to say something else? No, it was just new. But you know, it's been a stressful time. It's crazy time. Just you know, we're getting close to a year. Again, just hopefully more people can continue to listen, have the cold forces to stay inside. Just trust the process, get more. We need to get more people vaccinated. And then hopefully by the end of the summer, fall, or at least, you know, like I said, by the fall, hopefully we're extremely close to the end. You know, one thing we should. Let's hope with, you know, the vaccines and, and I guess Biden, he's going to be more aggressive. They say, Right. With, you know, more restrictions and stuff to make it go, which could be good. Take the hit now. So in the long run, you know, you do better. So, And you can keep training so you could, by the time it is, we are back. You're the more, you're the suave freebird. You're the uh, suave and mente. You're the, uh, I don't know, the real deal, the sexy freebird now. Sexy. <laughs> let me ask have you have you had like a have you had like a, a scare yet thinking you might have it yet besides besides the time when we hung one out time with me yeah because yeah. of that, that one time besides that one time with that with that dude we know who uh Chris, wasn't yeah. being responsible um like any um, real like serious scare though no not serious scared no and i thank god i haven't really felt the symptoms wherever I've gone or uh, I've heard like as as close as my neighbor around the corner two of them had it that's pretty nerve wracking oh. but um, were they asymptomatic or they actually like they got the symptoms I think they actually were feeling little symptoms but um, yeah that's just that's really uh, been been uh, that's really been the only other time and hopefully the last time yeah. What about you? Um, no, not one serious one like that one. Thank God for the best. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after the holidays, I obviously got checked. Right. I was around my family and stuff. We all came back good, so that was good. good. You know, it was a stupid risk that some of us took, but we took it. We all fared out well, so thankfully for that. Definitely. Um, but I'm also like, I, I don't really worry. Like, I don't get super scared about the virus, but at the same time, I'm the type of kid that's never really gotten sick. I don't get sick every year. I don't usually get sick. And when I do, it's really, like, I think it's really bad. Like, growing up, I used to get strep throat once a year. That was it. Like, that was literally it. So I know when I get sick or I have, like, a little fever or a little cold, like, to most people, it's like, oh, whatever. But to me, a little fever is the slightest little sickness since I never get sick. I'm on the couch crying, you know? (laughs) So... Part of me is like, you know, like, you really don't want to get this virus because I feel like I'm going to be hurting more than 
maybe most. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm young, so I could be asymptomatic. You never know. But I am the type of person that when he does get sick, the smallest little sickness is almost exaggerated just because I never get sick, you know? Yeah, I'm just trying to be wary and safe because, you know, I still live with my family and uh, just don't want anyone else to get sick. My mom's been vaccinated, but um, we're still uh, oh, that's awesome. waiting. Both for- doses? Uh, just the first one. I think your second one is this week. And uh, yeah, just waiting for this to, uh, just waiting for this to end. It's going to be glorious, bro. We know what we have to do. We should go to AC, an AC trip. Where's time? I'm bad at it. I'm down. I mean, you know what's actually funny about that? Mm-hmm. My neighbor, his dog is like a um, service dog. Yeah. And so he's been at these bangers like, Susan's this coronavirus is over, dude. We're going to AC, me, you, my buddies, your buddies. We're going to AC. I'm bringing the dog because she's walking straight to the casino. And I'm like, have you done it before? He's like, yeah. Bringing Which the dog to the casino. It's, it's like a fat potato of a dog. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I guess you want to bring a dog to the casino. That's I have to stack like, that's these beds. Like, if he wants to do it, yeah. Stack these beds, I mean, brother. The dog is the cutest dog ever, but he's been like begging to go. He's like, dude, as soon as the virus is over or like semi over and we can really go to Atlantic City and have fun, like we got to go. I'm bringing China, the dog's name. And I'm like, okay, dude. So, dude, yeah, what we're is- going to have to go. We went before. Remember me and you went? Yes, we did. I went with your with your cousins, and uh, it was you stole popping. my grandma from me that weekend. <laughs> hey you man, French grandma, French with everyone. Yeah, we stayed at your aunt uncle's house on the couch. <laughs> yeah, and then so I invite. I I remember that very well. I invited you to go see and meet my grandma. And you guys started talking about opera, which is her shit. <laughs> and you guys talked for like an hour. I'm sitting there. I'm, pretty, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she'd rather him have as a grandson than me. <laughs> like, you stole my grandma from me. I was like, no way. Like, uh, that's all you free. I just uh, <laughs> I just know I how to work. Around, I remember joking around about that. <laughs> that was funny. What is your go-to game at the casino? I'm a slot machine guy. The slots? Um, well, it's also because I... I've only gone to Atlantic City a few times and, and then the cruise one time where you can gamble. And it's it, like the people I always go with are always about the slots. So that's kind of what I'm used to. But I do like blackjack. Yeah, that's my game um, too. I love playing car, that, that, car, that card game in particular. Yeah. I think I'm about even the first time I remember I sat down on the table. I don't know what I put down. I don't know what the he was to get down. But my first roll, I like doubled my money or something, something along those lines. Just like and that. I got hyped. I was like, this shit's easy. I got this. Lost the, it all. Went negative. Um, and beginner's luck is real. Ever since. But what I did learn is actually on my birthday was the last time I went to Atlantic City. Not this last one, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Atlantic City and I remember I was just doing slot machines all night, but you, I was just doing like the cheapest bet you could do. The one cent. And, <laughs> yeah. Towards the end of the night, yeah, penny slots with 25 cents, whatever it was. And then towards the end of the night, I was, like, so negative. I was, like, negative, like, 150 bucks, 200 bucks. On slots? Yeah, on slots. I was, like, damn it. And then I remember I had 10 bucks left. And so I was sitting at one machine for a while, another machine didn't work out. And so this lady who was sitting next to me, she had no luck. She just gets up and leaves. I was like, screw my machine. Like, I wasn't winning. I had 10 bucks left. So I jumped over to her machine. First pull. 120 free rolls or something on one of these machines. I was like, oh shit. So I started pulling those through and I pull all through 20 through. And after that, 
I was up like 250 bucks. I made my 150 bucks back that I lost. And I was up like 250 bucks after that or something like that. Something, wow. I don't remember the full numbers, but I went from being real negative to positive. And just one roll, because that one roll got me to 20 free rolls or 10 free rolls. I think it was 20 free rolls. Shit. And after that, I ended up positive. And then I pulled like two more times, lost. And I was like, I'm done. And I walked away. So I walked away yeah, positive well. the last time I went to Atlantic City. Oh. Uh, but I'm a member now. I'm a member now because when I was there, for some reason, I signed up to be a member. So I get free nights all the time. Do you know, remember so, which, which uh, casino specifically? Ocean City. I think it's Ocean. Is it Ocean City or Ocean something? I think it's Ocean City. I think City so, casino. yeah. There's... It's like the, one of the main ones, Ocean something. And you're out All, all I know is Ocean, yeah. Bro, the complimentary, so you get the complimentary rooms? Yes, like almost weekly. I get like between... January and March, you get three nights complimentary, and like, oh, but like, uh, I haven't gotten as many recently. But during the holidays, like Christmas and stuff, I was getting them like every other day. It felt like in my mail, just like complimentary, complimentary, yeah. complimentary. And so, we definitely gotta go because, like, obviously, it was complimentary. You go there, you yeah, that'll save a lot of money. You get free drinks on top of it too. So, duh, I think it's like a two two hour trip from where I am. So, yeah. Gambling's in my blood, bro, on both sides of the family. My parents go on casino trips on the reg now. Like, literally, like, yeah. pre-pandemic, they would go once every two weeks. They've gone a couple times in the pandemic safely. They went out. They went to Vegas two years ago just because oh. they love gambling. My, my grandpa, my late grandpa's awesome. He loved horse gambling, like, horse, like gambling on horses. Oh, like, riding, uh, racing and stuff, horse races? Like, he... Really into that Kentucky, Kentucky Derby, Derby and stuff, yeah. Preakness, and my oh, dad's wow. into that, and I like it too. Actually, I have a horse right there. It was American Pharaoh and Secretary. You can't really; see. it's hard to That's see, it. but um, it. it's it's right above Will Ferrell to the corner, right there. I see the picture. I just I can't make out the the details on it. But I love, like yeah, man, going. and I love sport. I'm into the sports gambling too. You know, obviously you have to be. Responsible oh wait, wait, in 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 Connecticut where you're from, are you allowed to gamble sports not, bet online? Not yet, bro. I'm jealous. You got Dude, the fan. You got the fan duels. You get the fan duels. I got a few of them. What do I got? I got fan duels. Oh, I, I got no. I had three. I got rid of one. So now I got fan tool. <laughs> what else do I got? Sports bet. Yep. Um, Fox bet. It's, a, it's Fox something. I think it's Fox bet. ESPN does one. Uh, has it uh, was one of the books. Um, yeah. DraftKings is huge. DraftKings. I don't have DraftKings, so I've I've made I made a bunch of bets, but I get in like phases. Like I'll do it for like a month here, but I don't do much. I'll do, like when I want to do it, I'll drop like twenty bucks, and then I'll put them on like some parlays or something. Yeah. For like a dollar or two each, which could be like a turnout of like, depending on the parlay, you know, like either a hundred bucks or like more, mm-hmm. you know. Do you do more football uh, bets or basketball? Like those are popular ones to bet. Oh, I don't have, I can feed you after this. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, um, looking at me, I do, um, I try to do parlays. I don't usually pick one team or the other and put 20 bucks on it, like, or 50, whatever. Mm-hmm. I usually will do a parlay. So, but I usually stick between UFC or yeah, that's boxing, what UFC, fights, fights ones or football, two. and basketball. I don't really know baseball, but if, I, if I'm looking for an extra team to make the parlay bigger, sometimes I just want a bigger parlay for fun. Yeah. And for anyone who uh, doesn't know, I look par- into some games. Yeah. Yeah. And if, Ed, um, if anyone doesn't know what a parlay is, it's pretty much a, uh, 
you combine multiple bets into one and make that one big bet to win. Like if you're doing yeah, a so, bunch of games, yeah, the odds will be higher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And um, baseball's tough to bet because baseball it's so different. It could be crazy. Every one team can yeah. go score fifteen runs in a game and then they score zero. Well, one pitcher. Has yeah, a baseball game. is very like mental in a way. Almost. I I, I don't know much about baseball. Um, it's not my my go to sport, mm-hmm. but I do know you know like. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, in any sport, you could be the best team, you could still lose at some point. You know, for sure. Baseball, know, they... baseball more than normal, I think. Yeah, Yogi Bear said uh, baseball is ninety percent mental, and ninety percent half mental. That's what he really said. Ninety percent half mental. He said. Yeah, that was his little. That's a yogiism they call it. So, what does ninety percent half mental mean? That's just that's just Yogi (laughs) Bear, man. To tell you the truth, that's he always said (laughs) crazy stuff like that. But um, like he said, he said it ain't over until it's over. (laughs) Or he said a lot of things. Yogiism. Let me just read some of them. Yogiism. Yeah, read them. That's that's what they are literally called. Um, they're they're pretty hilarious too. Some stuff he would say. Yogiism. Okay, so it's actually the actual quote. I misquote. It's baseball is ninety percent mental. The other half is physical. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes more sense. Um. Yeah. I all he once always said. I always thought the record would stand until it was broken. He once said, "You observe a lot by watching." If it were, if the world were perfect, it wouldn't be. And then somebody said, "No." Say that. (laughs) Continue. Other ones like, we made too many wrong. We made too many wrong mistakes. Though. You never answered an anonymous letter. We were overwhelming um, underdogs. Who's your favorite MLB player? I think I know who it is, Andrew. But <laughs> Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. But my favorite definitely now is Aaron Judge for sure. I've Love done that for years. Uh, I feel like every time I'm near you, baseball's on. It's like, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. I'm like, Bro, we I want to hang out all of us. We need, even though, literally, bro, none of my close friends like baseball. I mean, I from people. Baseball's a dying sport, man. I mean, I can't argue with that. It's honestly baseball's fault. I do. I love playing baseball, but no, watching it is boring, dude. It's so boring. I even uh, I even get some bored sometimes watching baseball, and and I love baseball. You know, like I. My closest friends, like the ones I always hang out with, none like you guys and stuff. Yeah. No, no one watches baseball, and that's fine. I just have my friends I do talk and watch baseball with, but um, it's tough. It's baseball's fault. They're boring. They, uh, I mean, like you said, games boring. No many interesting stars. Like, do you know who Mike Trout is? Uh, I've heard of Mike Trout. He's good as shit. Uh, okay, you, I don't, you've heard I don't of know what position he plays. Is he? No, yeah. he's not a pitcher. No, he's not a pitcher. He's a center fielder. But if, he's yeah, a center no, fielder. I, that you, name shoots up all the time, but no, I don't know anything about him. If you saw him, though, would you know what he looked like? I think he's got long blonde hair. No, he doesn't. He has, Shit, he has no, almost no. bald. He has very no, short hair. Definitely not. But it's like, 
that's baseball's probably best player, and you wouldn't know what he looks like as you know you're a big sports fan, but you wouldn't know what he looks like compared to like everyone knows what LeBron is, best baseball ambassador. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone knows like a who Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes is, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But baseball give less of a shit, and that's on that's on baseball for not promoting their players and stuff. It's just it's a hard sport because it's so slow. Back in the day, it was different. You know, it's just. It's slow, and the time we're in to today with like, technology and stuff, like everybody's more on a faster pace than normal. Right. You know? Yeah, so sitting there waiting for the next pitch, and just they need to find another way to spark that sport. I think somehow I don't know. Yeah, I think the way to go is to market their more charismatic players, like people who are crazy and stuff, like who use social media a lot. I think embrace especially the Latin players, who like a majority of players are Latin, so you know, set very much embrace their culture and show how interesting they are and funny because there are some cool people like that mm. and are fun to watch. And then you know, as you said, baseball they just have to speed their game up and. Uh, I think it's something like yeah. only so baseball game is pretty long. It's like a three, it could take four hours, like compared to a football or yeah. basketball game that takes two and a half to three hours of playing time. If you're actually watching baseball, I think it's something like only 25% of those four hours or something actually happening. That's not a pitch. So 25% dude, I didn't know this, this whether this, that's, this. whether it's a hit or a, you know, a play up the middle, it only happens mm. 25% of the time. So, I will say though, going to baseball games, I've I've gone to more baseball games than any other sport, MLB games, and I will say like, if I'm going with my buddies and want to have a good time, I almost rather go to a baseball game than others because you can get cheap tickets. This is what I've seen. I could be wrong. I, other people can have other views, but for me, every time I go to a baseball game, get the cheapest tickets. Nose bleachers. It really doesn't matter because the game is so slow. People aren't really there to watch the game. Like you don't have to pay attention every second because not much is happening every second. So when you go to baseball games, you just go to the high bleachers, and that's what like the fun crowd is. Mm-hmm. You know. So and you get it for dumb cheap. So if you're gonna pick a random sport to just do something that night, like say you're gonna impulse a ticket for that weekend or that night or something, get a baseball ticket. Nose bleachers. You're gonna have a good time every no, time, you know. And I you're totally gonna probably agree. see some funny stuff in the crowd. There's gonna be overly drunk people. Like, don't be a part of it, or whatever, whatever. But like, baseball games, I've always loved because every time I go there, there's always like something. I don't have any stories now, but I, I just know every time I walk home from a baseball game, like there's something funny that happened, you know. There's Absolutely. always like a good crowd there, you know. Baseball um, games are so much fun, bro. They are a lot of fun. Yeah. It is one of my favorite it's things. It's more experience there than, than other ones. And like, like you said, you're right. It, you could get games cheaper because there's so many of them. There's 81 home games a year. That's a lot. In um, you know the six months of the season, there's 81 home games. Jeez. Usually more loyal fans are there. You know, it's cool. It's a cool summer thing to do. Weather's yeah. nice. It's bouncing. It is cool to see a home run. I think a lot of people would agree. It's fun to see a home run in person. Someone just destroying it, and that's the best feeling in the world when you can hit it. And like you said, baseball is also a fun game to play. Like even softball. It's super fun to play. It's been, like I said, fun. the best feeling is hitting a ball far. I really think that. Let me ask you this: If you had to pick one professional sport to play, what would it be? And. You can answer the question how you want. Money involved, money not involved. If I can play you know, any cap sport? and stuff. If you could play any sport, money not involved. If you could play any sport professionally, what would it be? 
That's a tough Money question. not involved. Just what would you want to do? Money not involved. I'd probably go with baseball. I think, like you said, it's so much fun to hit a ball. Um, It's so much fun to hit a ball far. It's good energy. Um, I I think, like, baseball fans who are are really loyal, especially up in the Northeast, like where we are, baseball is big. And if you were to say money, a lot of the money is guaranteed compared to, like, a football that's not guaranteed. There's no cap in baseball, right? Um, there's a luxury tax. So if you, so if you want to pay over it, you just have to pay an extra tax. That's really it. But, um, though I, I think football is a lot of fun to play too, especially if you're lying and stuff, but well, I, I, I would have to probably, say, I'd have to say baseball. baseball. I think, um, the dugouts are awesome me. too. And like, you know, it's cool. Yeah. I think, I would love to play baseball, but with how many games they have in a year. Yeah, 162. <laughs> if we're not talking money, I'm probably going basketball. Football is going to take a toll on your body more than the other sports. Oh, yeah. Baseball, there's so many games. That is like your life, it feels like. Yeah. Basketball, I feel like that, the happy medium where like might be a little contact. You know, it's become such a baby sport in a way, honestly. In Compared a way. to like the 90s and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So – but you know they don't have as games as often as baseball, but they're not taking as much brute brute force as football. So for me, and I grew up playing soccer and, and like snowboarding and stuff like that. But for me, I think I think basketball. I've always loved loved basketball. I, it's the sport. I love basketball too. I pay attention to football more, but if I had to pick a sport, not money involved, going basketball. Dude, I love um, basketball. So I look, basketball is a lot of fun to play, even though I have really bad knees. But I still try my best out there. But it's because you know I dislocated it a few times. It's definitely yeah. taking on speed and endurance. But you got I a good little shot that. though. Yeah, I could shoot. I definitely could shoot. But that's really that's really it. But now I've been um actually this this uh this year. I bought some brand new braces, like completely brand new braces that don't fall off. It did cost the me. Knees? Yeah, it costs sixty okay. bucks. But bro, okay, I've been maybe, okay. I'm but excited. they were expensive. But I, my my workout's been so much fun. I've, I've my body felt feels really good with the tighter knee braces, and That's I good. can't wait to, for the summer, bro. I really want to shoot more. I will have to wear those braces, but um. I mean, whatever works, but I, I don't know if you remember, we were playing pick a ball and you were like, not nah, moving around too much. So now you say you got the braces. Yeah, I got these brand new braces. I don't want no awesome. excuses as to like why you're not, you know, balling out, Matty V. Dude, I'm ready. I'm seriously. We was you know, balling out. <laughs> it was fun, bro. Those We were going against those so Newark, <laughs> Newark dudes. Yeah, we were like some Newark some Newark. Yeah, that was a fun time. It was a fun time. I broke those Yeah, I was so mad that. we lost, though. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever oh man i'm not in the head about it we still had a good ass time i'm trying to we have time. to re- we have to challenge him again for a rematch i haven't played pick up ball much in school like in college especially freshman and sophomore more sophomore year than anything i played a lot of pick up ball like multiple yeah, you times heart- a week yeah multiple times a week and then it went from that to like junior and i as much as senior like never <laughs> and and like I miss it. It was like fun. I didn't play basketball going into college. Like I never played it. I I try I tried out actually I signed up for basketball in junior school and like 
stress fractured or something to my foot and couldn't play. So I never played again, but basketball is so much fun. And like, I love playing pickleball in in college. That was so much fun. Yo, let's try to play a lot of pickleball this summer, bro. Bro, come over whenever you want. I got parks near here. I'm sure you got parks up there. And where are you at? Where are you in Connecticut? Where are you at? In Norwalk. Norwalk, that's what it is. Norwalk, yeah. Connecticut. Yeah, so I'm I'm an hour from you, as you know. So that's easy, bro. Yeah. Easy slide. I'll drive an hour to come play some ball with you, man. We do have, especially the beach courts are cool, too. I mean. You got to be. I know. Never been to down. the beach in Norwalk? I never took you guys to the beach? No, you, you went with Evan a bunch, but I had Timmy at the time, remember? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I had Timmy at the time. Well, yo, I'll definitely show you the beach in Norwalk. It's it's a vibe. It is a we great going. vibe. Bro, the beach in Norwalk used to be so trash, so awful. There actually used to be street races there. Like, I'll show you. It was it was the place to go. Like, the Fast and the Furious. You can see drift marks to this day, and they put speed bumps there. Oh, that's sick, dude. That's awesome. But, um, yeah, they that's really, actually sick. They gentrified the shit out of it, but for the better. Probably the best water. Sorry, I'm sorry. I I, I was saying like the the best restaurant in Norwalk is the seasonal beach food there. Uh, near the beach. Is the so is the water? Salt water. More north than me, so it's pretty cold up there, though, right? Even the water, the water stays pretty cold up there. In the summer, like summer, it's good. Summer, it's good. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, you don't want to go in there now. (laughs) Like July, August, it's chilling. Yeah, we on the we on the East Coast, bro. We ain't going in the water now. What are you talking about? No You're about to go to Cali. You have to go to the water if they let you. Yeah, shout out, Brown. I'm going to Cali mm-hmm. in uh, what two weeks? Three weeks? I'm an idiot though. <laughs> My flight home is on Sunday, the seventh of February, which is during the Super Bowl. So I have to try to Don't call tomorrow and fix that. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a Patriots uh, fan, and I'm the, in the Super Bowl, but I'm rooting for the Bills. And if Tom Brady gets in the Super Bowl, obviously I have to watch it. Respect to Tom Brady. So, th- yeah, I definitely respect to Tom Brady. I want to see Aaron Rodgers in though. I wanted, I wanted to be Packers Bills. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I'm not a fan. I don't like him. I think he's a punk ass. I don't like. Uh, I, don't like do? I don't like. And Aaron Rodgers <laughs> as a player is good, but as a person, it, there's a few people in the NFL I don't like. Who you not like in the NFL? The number one was Eli Manning. And then that was like my that was like my overall hate of because of the Super Bowls. Let's not talk about it anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Who else you like hate? Ben and I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I think they're great players, but the way they hold themselves, I think that I don't like the way they hold themselves. Like their personality, I don't like that either. I, I like love either. Aaron Rodgers. He's so chill. Aaron Rodgers. He's no, so chill. I, like I love it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben both have an ego that like pisses me off just looking at them. I don't like them. I mean, Big Ben, it, I know it's has so much deeper than that. Had a pass. But, just, but I didn't actually know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong with this, but I'm pretty sure I heard last week that Aaron Rodgers has only thrown like 89 picks in his whole career or something yeah, like that. That's and it. He remembers most of them. And like when I heard that stat, I was, I was like, ah, I got to give him a little more respect than I felt. Like I don't like his personality and I always like his game. Like he, I think he's good. I got to respect his game, but, like, to only throw 89 picks in however god many years he's played because he's old. He's played about 15 um, seasons. You don't shrug at that. 89 picks, and, dude, you don't shrug at that. Especially when talking about Eli Manning, who I, like, he's my top of role, hey. Um, what, he threw, like, 24, 25 picks in a season? 
something ridiculous. He set the record like a few years ago for most picks in a season. It was disgusting. Yeah, it's tough. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers has played yeah for fifteen seasons and eighty only four hundred and twelve touchdowns to eighty nine interceptions. Insane. But I, yeah, I, I think I he's amazing. I think he's amazing. I, I really like Aaron Rodgers a lot. Uh, and I think he's the best pure an athlete to play the game. He knows how to run. He's very accurate. He has an arm. He's very clutch. He, oh, even with the various no. receivers he's had from Randall Cobb to Devontae Adams and, you know. I don't know much about Cordy him. Nelson I just know I don't like, like his that, personality. He's, he's the man. I, I love Aaron Rodgers. I always look forward to seeing him on Pat McAfee every week. I am excited to see him and Brady, though. Yeah, Both that's going to be. Next week on Sunday, 3 o'clock. Three o'clock this Sunday, the, the time we're recording it. And um, while you're listening, listen to my preview show as I talked about the conference championship and uh, my reflection on the game from this Monday's episode. But yeah, so Wait, the preview show to this podcast. No, so 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 last week, so on Friday. So as we're talking Friday, I have a conference championship preview. Then I reflect on the pre on the conference championship games on Monday's episode. So, okay. time right. so, yeah, I love Aaron Rodgers. Always big, big fan since I was as a kid. And uh, I hope he gets that second Super Bowl to establish him as one of the immortals. He's obviously not the GOAT. Tom Brady's the GOAT. But top five to ever play, uh, I think that second Super Bowl could put him in there. All right. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Is – serious question. Yeah. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? I'm going to answer it right now. No, he's not. I don't ever want to see him in the Hall of Fame. And and a conversation. <laughs> I'm joking. What is your, what's your opinion? Is he like Manning a Hall of Famer? Oh man, I love this question. I really do. Okay. Matt Brown, don't give no me No bias answer, aside right? for being a Giants fan. Eli Eli's place is up here. I have an Eli pick. So well, let me blur can I blur that out real quick? I don't want to see that. Do with your doing things. <laughs> I think though I understand, I genuinely believe that it can go either way. I think Aaron. I think Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer. Not maybe not a um, first ballot, but I think he's going to get in there. I think pros and cons. I know he's thrown a lot of picks. I know he hasn't been in the playoffs that many seasons. I think he's only been in the playoffs four times, four four seasons out of his fifteen year career. I know yeah. he's just under – I think he's exactly at 500 for his win-loss. His last game he ever played, I think, was the losing record to make him under 500 last game. Let me just check Eli's uh, – It could – the last game either was for 500 or was for under 500. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Eli, no, Manning, I, Eli Manning's career record is – wait. He's got one more loss than he does win, like one extra loss than win. It's literally by like one, one number. Okay, seventeen. He's he's at five hundred. One seventeen for one seventeen. Joe Namath. I thought his last game maybe it wasn't a start. Maybe looking at starts. Okay, keep going. <laughs> you know, he have somebody like, um, you know, have somebody like Joe Namath, one of the most popular players to ever play. I, he yeah. he his career stats. Let me just see. I believe he is just one game under five hundred. And they play less games, but you know he's Broadway Joe. He's one of the you best. You know who ain't under five hundred? I know Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. 
But uh, wait, do you know who Goat? Wait, one more time. Doesn't 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 need to be said. You know who the goat is. You know, yeah, I I agree with you, Tom Brady. I love watching Tom Brady play. I really do. It, it's amazing. And my dad's a big Tom Brady fan, and that's one of the few times. Yeah, he's a fan or just a Tom Brady fan. He's a Tom Brady fan, and one of the few times he shows emotion is when Tom Brady is. I'm just playing with you, Dad. But um, yeah, one of the. But I love seeing his reactions to Tom Brady. So that's why I do love yeah. watching Tom Brady a lot, and a lot of respect for him. But yeah, t- Joe. Uh, Namath is one game under 500, 68 Whoa, uh, yeah, and 69. Yeah. But again, yeah, I think Eli Manning is going to the Hall of Fame. I think the huge thing is those two Super Bowls, those two Super Bowl MVPs, which only six other players have done that, whether it likes a Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. These were all people who are all Hall of Famers. And Eli Manning's amongst them. Amazing street. He's you know, he has. Dude, but you know the so many that he starts. won those Super Bowls against the Patriots. Like I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the seasons that he won against the Patriots and the Super Bowls, he had like a terrible season. He didn't even have a good game. I mean, he won the game. I don't think he, he had. Game. I could be wrong. Listen. He was clutch when we needed him in those fourth quarters. The Mario Manningham play in Super Bowl Forty Six, David Tyree in Super Bowl Forty Two. He was always he's, has he was amazing in the fourth quarter. He's been in the Pro Bowl four times. No All Pro doesn't help, but um, you know, he went to the Pro Bowl four quarterback. times. Yeah, Manning. so Jeez. I think I think Eli Manning is a legit career. I understand both sides to it, but the man always played amazing durability when he was in the playoffs, with the exception of two other times he was clutch. And you know, in the, his last playoff game, he played well against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. But you know, we didn't. That was his up. last game against Aaron Rodgers. No, his last playoff game. But I get uh, it. I, okay. I really do understand both sides. But I genuinely believe Eli is deserving of the Hall of Fame. No Giants bias aside. Yeah, well, that's me. Uh, I, really don't understand. I, I mean, I think I'm biased because I'm a Patriots fan. But well, let's just leave it at that. I don't think he's going to the Hall of Fame. I, I don't think he should go to the Hall of Fame. But I think I'm seriously biased, so we should leave it at that. <laughs> I will respect your opinion. I really do. Yo, Freebird, can I ask you a question? I would love it for you to share the story with my amazing listeners. Can you tell me about the time you saved a cat's life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walk me through what happened. How did you save this a cat's life? It's got to be in the last year, I think. It's got to be in the last year. Um, I was walking my dog, Penny, mm-hmm. and um, big, aggressive dog, Pickle, walking him. And... Um, I don't live in the best area. I live in Newark. I live in a great new, brand new apartment, as you can see. Um, but the surrounding area is not the best. Mm-hmm. Thank God the security is good. Um, and so I, I was just walking up and down one of the blocks that isn't full of the rest. And I just, I saw a bunch of kids. I knew there was a bunch of kids there for about a week. They had been popping up, like super young. Um, and one day I went there and like the cats, the kids were always like mobile, you know, getting around and they had water and food on the thing, just dry food, water. They're super young. And when they're super young, you, they're not supposed to be dry food, I don't think. But um, the day I say the cat, I walked up and there's one kitten, not with the rest of them, sitting in the sun, couldn't move, just covered in like gel or something. It looked like it just like its fur was just all clumpy by itself sitting in the sun it was during the summer it was oh it, it must have been 90 degrees or hotter and it was like kind of just like falling over it wasn't drinking water they gave it dry food like 
and I just looked at it. I didn't. It just looked so helpless, looked so gross and disgusting. All the kids and the mom, the other one, other kids and the mom were all together in their little box. This one was left out by itself, but in the sun. And I was looking, I was like, this guy ain't gonna make it. And so I literally just turned around and said, screw my dog walk, put him back in the apartment, ran back, grabbed this little kitten off the front porch step of some house. How big was he compared um, to your hand? Oh God, he yeah, he fit my palm. He he was he was super. He was I think he was a few weeks old. I think you're not even supposed to. You're not supposed to have um, dry food at that point. Um, and I just saw him. I knew he wasn't gonna make it, and so I just I I I dropped off the dog, ran back, stole this kitten out of the whole litter off the off the porch because by itself, and um, took it to a vet and they said I've seen this like they said like this guy was not gonna make it. It needed it was severely dehydrated. It was covered in just like all this stuff. Its fur was all messed up. It was Literally. it was like the like, it was it was the left out one of the pack pretty much, you know? Mm-hmm. So um saved it. And then Sam, you guys know all Sam. I think his girlfriend wanted a cat at one point and they asked if the cat was available. Then I'm not taking it. I don't know why. I asked Sam. <laughs> so I thought I was going to save a cat and give it to a friend. That didn't work out. But. but but they were able to, you gave it to the vet. They did, you know, God's work. They saved they it, yeah. And they saved at first the they said it might not be able to actually. Yeah, they, they did, huh? They said they might not be able to actually drop it off. They're like, we don't know if we're going to be able to help this cat. And I was like, well, I tried my best. Um, that's nice of you to do they ended that. up saving it, that, it yeah they, they took care of it for a few weeks I don't think Sam when he went to go look I told him about it but I don't think they could see it for a few weeks because it was just so it was so young and it needed so much help and, and it, it was covered in fleas and like I didn't know at the time because I never rescued an animal like if an animal is covered in fleas you probably don't want to take it back into your apartment I didn't know that much I took it back but luckily I took it straight into my other bathroom closed the door and I never ended up having a flea problem in my apartment. So I got lucky with that one. But that was just me being not ignorant. But I, I didn't know that, like, fleas could do that. I knew they were bad and they could get around. But I didn't know it had fleas. I didn't know. I just saw this cat. I wanted to save it. So brought it back. What, not thinking. What was your so. big decision? You know, you walked the dog. You didn't have to do that. Did you just feel that? You, I just Did you just feel like, I have to do this? This is I was put in this position to save this cat's yeah. life. Uh, and... uh you're just that just shows how amazing of a person you are honestly why do you think well, you did what, it well i have a it, it was real hot out that day and i remember being like i'm taking timmy for a quick walk because i didn't want his paws to be on the hot concrete too long and so i was like i'm taking i'm taking him like one block and then i'll run him on the thing out here that's covered um in the shade i'll run him around and i just like the second i saw his kitten because all the other kids are with their mom down to the left off the stoop you know in their little box, cover up with food and stuff, looking fine and healthy. This one was by itself, sitting in the sun, couldn't move. And I, it was only like a week or two old. It was super small. They only had dry food. I knew dry food wasn't good for them at that age. It's too young. And it just looked so disgusting and stuff. And I I literally, I remember I called my ex-girlfriend, she didn't pick up. And I was gonna, I was gonna ask her, what do I do? I wanted her to say, save this thing. I knew she wouldn't say that. <laughs> she didn't pick up and like right then and I just turned around went dropped off my dog came back just scooped this kitten off this the stoop of this guy at this person's house and took it back to my apartment took it back to my my second bathroom 
close the door and just like start taking care of it. And then I was like, shit, what do I do? And I started calling people like, what do I do? I don't know what I'm doing. Freaking out. And then people started telling me like, oh, if it has fleas. And I was like, shit, it has fleas for sure. And like all this other stuff that like, all right, block off the bathroom, do this and that, give it a like, put like a ring of soap around its neck and try to wash and all that stuff. And I realized like, I was trying to do all that stuff, but I'm not saying this cat. So I just started calling vets, calling humane societies and stuff like that. And like, I have a cat and I actually lied because Newark's pretty big. I'm, I live in East Newark. Um, but I called all these vets that are in Newark and they're like, Oh, where, where do you live? And they're like, um, when I said East Newark, they're like, that's not our district, but there's only one place in East Newark and or one or two places in East Newark and they wouldn't take them. So I remember being like, Oh, where did you find the cat? And I lied to the place that I found. I was like, somewhere in Newark. And they're like, well, can you give us like a street name? Because they're trying to verify it. And I remember pulling up all my phone. I was like, give me a second. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I pulled up on Google Maps and just zoomed in someplace in Newark and found the street and said that name. And I'm like, all right, take it in. Took it in, dropped it off, left it. That was it. And they saved it. Oh, oh what a story. They saved it. Yeah. So. What was the color of the cat? It was all, it was like a dark gray. I think okay. it was just all gray. I, was just little, I think I had one or two white pants. It was so gross and disgusting, bro. Um, but you saved him. You gave I him saw another it chance. Now, yeah, I saved it. It's been adopted. Um, I don't know oh. to who. They, they called me. Let me know that. It's been ad- I thought Sam was going to adopt it. They didn't like it. I don't. Or something happened. They didn't like it. Whatever the story was. Yeah. And uh, it ended up getting adopted. Let me know. I don't know who, but. Oh, that, that's a beautiful story, Freebird. Seriously, yeah. man. I commend you, man. I admire you for that. Thank you, man. Much love, bro. Much love. Yo, could you tell me one of the... Yo, tell me one of the funniest things to ever happen to you in college, ever. Oh, you put me on the spot. Hell yeah. Um... Dude, I don't know. You walked home from the bar oh, yeah. one, right? <laughs> from downtown Hartford to the campus of of Hartford, you, you had to cross town lines. So, I mean, this is your story to tell, but can you tell what happened? That's true, though, right? You talk about like one of my last days in college, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to the bar like senior year. I went to the bar with. Allison Drake, we just came back from because um, she lives near me. So I think we drove up from school or something. One of those times, I don't know. I went to the bar with her and a bunch of people. And I guess I ended up getting into a fight with another altercation or something with a, a kid from another fraternity. And I was like, this shit, or I don't know what the fuck happened. At that point, I was pretty drunk. And I guess I ended up leaving. And you know, Harford is like, there's like a line down to Harford. It's like between the division of like nice. And like Nat, not yeah, nice, yeah. You know? It has like an eight mile to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it the, the like nice area and to I, the bad area. Yeah, and I think between low income and high income, that difference is one of the biggest differences in the country, top five or something. Either way, you got to walk through that, and so the bars are on the side of the back side of campus, mm-hmm. the bad side. <laughs> and I remember, I remember like parts of it, but I remember like getting into the fight with this kid. I don't like him. I think opposite. I was something stupid. I don't know. I don't like him. So I was like, oh, fuck this. And I just walked home. You Isn't walked that home. like... It was like the end of college. I was like, done with it. I was like, I'm done with this shit. Isn't that like like 10 miles or something? No, I don't think it's like that. It's like, if so, shit, I don't know. I think it's like five miles. 
That's still a lot but, for for what one in the morning in the pitch black dark. <laughs> oh, it was like two in the morning, and I remember it was funny because I remember walking and I had my phone blasting music and I have it up to my ear on speakerphone just blasting, it's like jamming out, and I remember <laughs> just jamming out, just like. Um, do my own thing, you know. Like I was, I had no GPS. I knew how to get home because I had a car, so or I'd been around a lot, you know. I knew how to get home. Right. So uh, I remember just jamming out, and all of a sudden my phone dies. While no. I'm home, and I was like, oh shit! I didn't think much of it because I was like, oh my phone died. Whatever. Like I know how to get home. You know. So I get home. I jump over. I got a scar to prove. But I. So I, I. I get back to campus but i go through the back gate because that's the closest one there's no way i was walking around to the front and i remember <laughs> the gate was blocked off it closed <laughs> i was like oh hell no the fuck am i walking all the way around <laughs> so i was like no way in hell am i doing that but i remember just jumping the fence and i have a scar right now if you can see the big ass scar right here. I jumped the fence, and you know how like the top of the fences are like pointed, but the the part is like cut and it stops like right there. Yeah. So I guess that's how I got the scar. At that point, like ripped open my hand as I threw myself. It's like a it was like a ten foot fence, and part of it was covered in um plastic, so you can't cover. It's the back of campus, the top half of it, and I jumped it. And I remember within like 30 seconds of getting to the other side because right on the back entrance is where PS was located, their building and everything. We were like 30 seconds to a minute. I was swarmed. And they're like talking to me like, oh my God, who are you? This and that. And I'm like, I'm a student. <laughs> and they're like, you don't belong here. I was like, you get your ID. <laughs> you can say that in like two weeks. I'm a senior about to graduate. But technically I belong here right now. And I was drunk and I think I was a little smart. I, was, I didn't get any more trouble for it. They let me end up going, but like I remember being like not the nicest or like I wasn't the best. You know, I was a little drunk and I was mad about the fight I got into. I, I don't know what happened. I really don't know. I didn't get any trouble for it. I guess I couldn't have been that bad, but I remember talking to me smart. I'm like, ah, I definitely belong here. I'm a student for another two weeks after that. You <laughs> tell me, I'm not out. Like, and I remember as soon as I let it go, I like walked to. Sarah's apartment. <laughs> nice, nice. And that was my, uh, that, was my that was my thing. I have a big ass scar. I a really big scar actually. It's pretty deep. But <laughs> do you have any other crazy? Do you have any other crazy or funny stories from you, Hart? Yeah, there's so many stories from you, Hart. There was four years. There's a lot of shit that happened. Please dude. bless like, us with at least one more, please. Um, well, you know half the stories. You've been there for a lot of them, Maddie. I know, you know. I know. I want to hear your perspective first. And I, I mean, bring up something. That, what are we Yo, tell me something crazy from Spring Fling that you know. <laughs> Spring Fling, what? I got written up 15 times. <laughs> you got written up 15 Imagine times? Imagine like four days or something like that. I got <laughs> what do you so do to get written up? Did you do anything that you do anything that um, is not bad? Like, well, dude, you know, when I lived in the fives, my senior year, party quad, the party. we hosted the, we hosted <laughs> everything, and what we have like sixty thirty racks in my room between 60, my room and racks. You and heard the it here, ones, but mainly in mine because I was of age. So much. And we, we had, had what, so like, much left over from that, dude. No, we didn't have anything left over from that I'm before sure there was like, happened, dude. We picked up like 
I yeah, think like remember my truck? Thirty racks and like twenty, thirty bottles of Dupra. Remember my truck? I had that truck? shit under my bed. I had that shit under my desk in my closet, stacked up. So that's eighteen thousand. That's eighteen hundred beers in your room. It's a whole shit ton of beers, but like we did. I think we had. I don't know how many 30 racks. It was like something ridiculous, but like some of them went to the ones, but the party quad was in the fives where I lived. And then, so we were partnered with the, was it dance team or something? I don't remember. I don't know who we were partnered with. And I remember I just kept getting so much trouble. They, I would get rid of because of all the Angel, beer. Benji, or them weren't around all the time. So they would give it to, they would write up whoever was around that had the place, but like every day, all day from like Tuesday to like Sunday or something, like Wednesday to Sunday or something like that. They're coming over and like I was getting written up for like people like pouring beers out my window, second story, because we went on the second story, trying to like drink it from the second story, funneling yeah. out the window, throwing just beers out the window or beer. Um, there's people walking out of my apartment, beers, because you know, you can have solo cubs. Yeah. And you could have whatever you want in them. But when, yeah, so I kept getting rid of them. I remember being like, one, two, and I was like freaking out. And then it, it got to the point where like all PS knew me and they'd like, Brandon, that's another one. I'm like, there's that's another I one. <laughs> I like, I like there, there's nothing I could do. And I remember You're getting, getting rid of 10 times. And like, I remember snapping them. I'd be like, that's another one. I would snap like that's 10. Like, I think I got up to 12 was my last snap. Dude. I don't know. I think I only stopped at like 14 or 15. I, but they wouldn't let you back in school. No, they threatened me with a lot of stuff. But I had um, that summer going into that year, I went to Nicaragua on a peace, on like a, on a humanitarian aid trip for like 11, 12 days. And so they didn't, they wanted me to obviously graduate, but they said I had to do community service. But I told them about the trip I went on and how I went there for like 11 days. And they're like, fine, that wipes it a lot. So I ended up getting <laughs> in trouble like, that's cool. 12 to 15 times in three days. And I walked out with nothing because I had done that community service. Well, it wasn't that? Community, supposed to be community service, but I had gone to Nicaragua on a humanitarian trip for 10, 11 days. And so they counted that. And also awesome. uh, I had to talk to um, some guy in. Um, what was the name like Mike or something? No, he's a bigger dude. He was head of the, the student relations or something. Bigger dude. I forgot his name. I had to talk to him. I, I had to go talk to him like two or three times for like an hour or two. How about that? And they all understood because they all knew that I wasn't actually the one doing what I was getting in trouble for, but I was right. typically around the apartment. So you were, um, all, you this, got in all this stuff was happening in my apartment. Yeah, all this stuff was happening in my apartment because I was hosting the party for Spring Fling. So obviously, when people were there four or five days in a row, like hundreds of people, in and out or however many it was in and out of the apartment doing whatever they want. <laughs> they get written <laughs> up. So, but yeah, I remember like the one iconic picture from college. I remember is me sitting next to Sam and like, I think I have my shirt off or Sam has a shirt off from the other tower overhead. And I was like, that's another one, number 12 or something. We just get written up. Have, have you seen um, uh, the breakfast club? Uh, Maybe. I want to say yes, but not as much as I should have. Well, there's a scene where they're pretty much during Saturday detention and the bully was like annoying the principal. And he's like, you yeah. want to talk back to me? That's another one. You want to, you want to get another <laughs> one? Another yes. One. That's another Saturday. That's Bro, another that's Saturday. All I heard. That's all I heard was that's another one. Because they all knew my name by like the second day. I got You're getting written so up. They'd be like, Brandon, you know, that's another one. And I, I would just sit there and say, I, I, there's no, like, I don't know what to do. Like, 
But um, it all worked out because they were like, oh, you're going to get in trouble. You're not graduating. You have to do this and that. It's like, what, a month before school ends? That's enough. Oh, I remember freaking out, but then, like, ultimately, like, it working out. I didn't have to do anything to let me go. So, um, that's, that's a story. I do have a few tickets, though. To this day? This. No, I have a few tickets to my old car. When I came to visit a year after that, I got like one night. I remember I woke up, I got like two tickets, and then the next night I got two tickets or something on campus. But to my old car, so it's like a different <laughs> license plate, different car. So that's insane. So your car is technically still banned, huh? If PS sees it, my old car, <laughs> my old car has four tickets on it. Do you remember my truck? With the old license plate, yeah. My four my Ranger. The four fucking Ranger. The yeah, four fucking Ranger, bro. We put like all those. 30 racks on the bed of that truck good times so we we would just go to Moe's in that damn thing all the time i was man. a chipotle fan of brad but i think brad had to have Moe's. yeah that's brad brad, brad had to have a Moe's in the middle of uh blue ice square dude we should go back to blue ice square that's a nice town yo we have to we should do the trip there it's like the days. rich boy in new york city which is weird to say but like that's really what it is like right. blue ice square is like a little city but for like rich people like obviously we we're just college kids in the town but like if you look at it, everything is like brand new, immaculate, nice. spectacular. Like all the cars are in there, super nice. So you're like, you know, it's a hard. Mm-hmm. It's a cool. It's a nice place. I wonder how much has changed now with like the pandemic and like smaller stores closing down these days because you know people shopping online and stuff. You know, it'd be interesting. Yo, we should really go back, make a trip one of these days. That'd be dope. We should have Brad fly out here for like two weeks, and then for like five days, me, you, and a bunch of people like drive up to Hartford. Oh, I'm. We, I will be on that, bro. Yo, we've been at it. We've been at it for an hour and a half, Freebird. This has been great. I've been having a lot of fun, bro. I hope you have been too. It's been great, bro. Would you do I'm it again after this? Yeah, absolutely. I'll do this again. Hell yeah! This is that's gonna be better to every time. It's gonna be better every time. I was a little nervous at first, so maybe we we you might have to edit out some stuff at the beginning. But like, no, nah, don't worry. You're you're pretty. Uh, you're all. You did fine. Didn't do anything. You know, we just. It's that's the thing we crescendo it and uh show that it's just a cool conversation and making some great content out of it, you know. Oh, yeah, man, but you were really great. So, I end the podcast every time with the press questionnaire. So, just 10 short but deep questions, and I just would love to hear your answers to these final ones. Then we will be outie. Okay, give it to me. My first question to you, Brandon Freebird. What is your favorite word? Movies. <laughs> is it- <laughs> Seriously, I just like the way it's just fun to say. Hey, man. It's, it's been a thing for a long time. That's a good <laughs> answer. Movies. <laughs> What's your least favorite word? Uh... Some derogatory, some derogatory word, probably, man. There's, I don't have one that sticks out, but you know, there's, there's just certain words that are just not cool. Definitely. I, 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 I actually really know what you mean there. All right. This question is not a sexual question. I just want to make that clear. It's more of a uh, you know life and enlightening question. But answer it however you want. What turns you on in this world, Brandon? Um, I like helping others, man. I mean, from uh, my parents, I don't know if you know as much, but they grew up, I mean, I grew up in a household that helped others in Nicaragua, so. Yeah, yeah um, I knew that. 
when I every time I go out, you know, there's people, especially where I live in Newark, that always bang for money. Like, even if I can just give some change here and there, um, I will. You know, I do what I can. That that's what makes me happy. You know, makes me happy to be able to give back a little bit. That's why you're an amazing person, Brandon. Seriously, you really I try. Are. <laughs> I try. Sometimes your- it gets annoying. I will. I won't lie. But hey, but you're earning it. What turns you off in this world? Damn. Well, today's inauguration day, so I'm going to go with the flow of things right now. America seems to be tearing itself apart. There's diversity more than I can really ever remember seeing or ever recognizing. So that's what I'm going to say most turns me off right now. So the divide is what turns you off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even want to go on Facebook today. I went on Facebook for like five minutes and I saw people, people on both sides I love saying different things. And I was just like getting off it before I hate these people. So right. that right now, the divide. Okay. And I, I, I respect that. Okay. I uh, might even agree with you on that. Well, no, I don't, my, I don't might agree with you. I do agree with you. I do agree right. with you. I think that that actually turns me off in this world too. Yeah. What sound or noise do you love? Sound or oh man, smell is an easier question. Sound or noise, <laughs> dude. Sound is such like a thing. Like I, I'm a, I'm a fan of all music. I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest fan of country, but I like all music. It depends on the mo- the moment, you know. So my the favorite sound. I don't know that I have a sound. You know, it's all is reflective of the mood I'm in that day. It could be music. It could be you know music. Or some people like some people like the sound of a baseball bat. A ball hitting a bat was popular. Oh, I don't have anything like that. Like for me, it's just music's fine too. And then the genre depending on the day, you know. Or laughter and stuff like that. Yeah. (coughs) What sound or noise do you hate? Um. I don't really have sensitive ears, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I just, I hate like ticking noises, you know, like the ticking of a clock. Um, I'm pretty good at shutting them out, but like my clock does it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sleep with it at night, so it's fine. But um, there's something that does it does bother me. It's just random ticks. What is that serious ticking noise, Brandon? What yeah. is your favorite curse word? Uh, <laughs> um, damn it! Wait, damn! You should ask these questions beforehand. I had them laid out. All right, uh, favorite curse word. <laughs> Favorite curse word? Damn, bro, that's that's a hard one, dude. You know, I, I can say the wrong thing. There's, There's one. So, so like, like my favorite word to say is not because of the meaning; it's just fun to say. Like, you ask me my favorite word to say is boobies. It's my favorite word. But it's fun yep. to say. Yep. Favorite. Like, it's just a question. I don't, I don't have. I don't have one. I don't know. I don't have one. All right. All right, no problem. I don't think I have one. What profession other than your own that you would like to attempt? I've always wanted to be in real estate. So I am in real estate. But I've always had this dream of buying houses, fixing them myself because I'm good with my hands and flipping them for a profit. 
no third party. Like I like doing that. So it's never too late, man. It really isn't, especially with yeah, uh, so, your grind. Yeah. So yeah. All right. House flipper. I love it. What profession would you not like to do? What I'm doing. I don't like what I do. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a desk junkie. I'm not good at it. I don't like sitting inside. I like being outside and busy with my hands. I like being active. So going to college and you know, I originally went French name. I didn't switch cause I had bad grades. I switched from other reasons to business. Business became super easy, but business, business is easy. And it's super boring. Business is to me, like I stopped studying in college for business. Like business is dumb, easy. Like it's boring as shit. I don't like it. Like, what I do, I don't like at all. Um, it's super boring. I hear you, dude. I hear you. What um, what profession would you not like to do? Oh yeah, sorry. I, I just asked you that. Excuse me. But yeah, um, I apologize. But yeah, that's uh, I hear you, bro. And like I said, you could really. I'm. No, I really feel so. At some point in your life, you're going to be combining both your great business skills while using your hands. I I can't wait to see that. Well, the goal is to get my own, you know, start buying and flipping houses on my own. Once I do that, I'll be happy. I'll have the best of both worlds, you know. Can't wait to see that. I really can't wait. And my last really question for you before we say goodbye, Brandon, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> my nigga, my nigga. <laughs> no, just cut that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> we can ask the question again so we can redo that. I'm sorry. Okay. So, Brandon, my last question for you is, if heaven exists, what would you like God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Thrive, son, thrive. See what you can do up here. Beautiful. Because even up there, you still have something to work for. You always got something to work for, no matter where you're at. I hear you do. So, if he says that thrive, then thrive. I don't know. That's a hard question, but yeah. Thrive out there. Beautiful. Brandon, you're my brother from another mother. You you, um, you did great, man. You did really great. I want to know if you're nervous, but you were just, you were an awesome guest. Nervous, for sure. But I hope the nerves are gone now, that you want to do this again, and know that it's pretty chill and fun thing to do, and also shows that other guests, if they're ever nervous to come on, it really isn't a, it's not a bad experience at all. We're just having fun, getting to know each other, and and uh, adding to um, the moment. and Absolutely. If you want a part things. two, you got part two. You're my boy. So oh. I'll be better next time. I'll be less nervous. I'm not nervous now anymore, but at the beginning I probably was. So well, no, I did part two, you got it. Well, perfect. I want to do part two, three, four, but, a bunch of others. Let's just, you know, part one was on the inauguration. We didn't talk as much about it, but, you know, I don't just come at any day. They got to be special days, like yeah. election days and shit. <laughs> you will always remember the day that Joseph Biden was sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. That night, we did our first productive conversation podcast. And for that, it's beautiful. And Joe Exotic didn't get pardoned well hopefully uh brighter days ahead for mr exotic but yo seriously though brandon you're great i love you and uh do you have anything else to say before we uh sign off no man i appreciate you having me on the show thank you bro i love you and uh hopefully hopefully i provided the content you needed next time around be a little better. You did that and more, bro. I can't wait for the next time. And we got we definitely should team up with some people for those podcasts too, bro. 
Maybe when I go to Cali with Brad, me and Brad can sit down and do a podcast. Yeah, that'd be February third to the seventh. Final day. I'm sure me and Brad will do it. Please keep me posted. I would love to do another show. I would love. I would definitely do, do a it. show with you too. All right, Brad, it's been real. It's been real, bro. How about is it? Uh, someone's calling me. Someone's calling me. But it's right. been real, bro. Perfect. It's uh, been real. Thank you for having me, man. I'll All right, you the you, you the man, bro. I love you, and I'll catch you soon. Love you, bro. Peace. Brandon Freeber. Oh, man, I love you. Great time. A lot of fun. It's one of my best buddies in this world. Buddies for life, bro. You're the man. Thank you so much for coming on. Just again, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast wherever if you haven't already, on wherever you get your podcasting on the various platforms in this world. And please like and subscribe on YouTube and leave a review. Don't forget to check out the Tweet Cap every Friday with me and Ryan Page. Again, on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. Remember to follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is MattBrown31. Instagram is MattBrown300. And if you want to check out more content on the Productive Conversations Podcast, go to Instagram, Productive Conversations Podcast, one word. You can also check information and content from me on my website, mattbrownblogs.squarespace.com. We got a big week ahead. It's the Royal Rumble. A great time of the year for wrestling fans, including myself, and I will have a nice panel of a few wrestling fans, and we're going to do a Royal Rumble retrospective, talk about the state of wrestling and our reactions, and that episode is going to be this Monday, the 30th, sorry, this Monday, the 1st of February, and then we go right into Super Bowl week. Hell yeah! Next Thursday, I have my Super Bowl predictions, and I talk with the great Jake Campbell, as we're scheduled to, and we'll talk about the Super Bowl and a bunch of other fun things, and yeah, it's a nice, exciting couple of weeks for sports entertainment fans, for sports fans, and yeah, got just a lot of good content coming up. And it's for you, the greatest listeners in the world that I love and appreciate so much. So yeah, be back here Monday to talk about wrestling with a nice little panel of guys, which include my co-host Ryan Page from the Tweet Cap and a couple of others. So good times ahead. Good times ahead. But with that, again, thank you to Brandon Freeberg for coming on the Productive Conversations podcast. Thank you for you. Thank you to you, the amazing listeners and audience, for tuning in. I love and appreciate you. And I will see you all very, very soon. Have a great weekend and be safe. Peace. All she needed was some.